Welcome to The Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. Relevancy, timeliness, urgency the sizzle, and the steak. Everyone wants their offer and their business to pack a powerful punch that is going to convert people in mass to raise their hand and run screaming to invest in their offer. And one of the things that is an age-old premise that it is important to remember is not to fall in love with your product, but instead to fall in love with the people that you are here to create solutions for. I have recently been in love with the idea of Zeitgeist, and I want to unpack this concept for you on the show here today because this can be an unbelievably powerful reframe for you as you look to up-level and increase the growth of your business in any season, whether you're growing as fast as you ever have been, or whether this is a season that feels like a bit of a slowdown for you. So what is Zeitgeist and how does it apply to you? So there are all different definitions of the word Zeitgeist and ways that it can be used, of course. But what we want to unpack today is what does this mean for you? So let's start first with the definition. The defining spirit or mood of a particular period of history as shown by the ideas and beliefs of the time. Okay, so that is a general definition. And just a little bit more on that, uh, scholars have long maintained that each era has a unique spirit a nature or a climate that sets it apart from all other epochs. In German, such spirit known as Zeitgeist comes from the German word to mean time and Geist meaning spirit or ghost. So Zeit meaning time and Geist meaning spirit or ghost. Okay, what is Zeitgeist and why is it important? Zeitgeist allows us to identify period-specific cultural patterns, period-specific cultural patterns. And, you know, this can be applied to so many different things, but I want to really drill into how this applies for your business and why it's so relevant right now. Um, Another way to think of Zeitgeist is the spirit of the time, okay? So when we think about creating sizzle, really getting people fired up about our offers, creating timeliness, relevancy, relaunching our businesses and accelerating growth, Zeitgeist is absolutely crucial because every market moves through stages of maturity. There is a formal maturity model that you can actually look up and search online to understand in which a market is going to move through various phases from being brand new, where there is just this overwhelming excitement and zealous desire, uh, this demand, this increased craving for this thing because it's seen as new and different and fresh and exciting. 
all the way through, you know, a very mature market and then a market that, you know, obviously begins to slow once it's uh, already achieved its peak, right? And so what is so interesting is when you think about market maturity models and you think about economic cycles and seasons of growth, and then you think about the concept of zeitgeist, these things are all intermingling and mixing into the results that you're getting in your business, right? Because zeitgeist is where is the mindset, where is the frame of mind of culture, right? What is on the minds of the people that you serve right now? What is relevant and meaningful to them right now? How has the spirit of the moment shifted, right? And you think about seasonality and you think about changes in the climate and things that are happening. And many people do not adapt their verbalization of their offer to match the changing season, the changing climate. And that's when your offer tends to become kind of bland and vanilla and kind of lost in the mix of things because it no longer matches the zeitgeist. It no longer matches uh, the seasonality of the time. I'll give a great example outside of my space, right? Let's talk about something completely different than what I do. Let's say that you are, you know, a health trainer um, that is, you know, proposing a new, um, you know, weight loss and nutrition product, right? A huge part of the zeitgeist is like, how many pounds have you gained by using quick order apps on your phone? Uber Eats right? All of these different um, Grubhub and all of these different apps that we all have instant access to and a click of a button to get anything that we desire delivered with no effort uh, that results in us putting on unwanted inches and multiple pounds, right? So that is in the zeitgeist of the culture right now, right? People are spending way too much money and gaining a ton of weight, unwanted weight, because of these apps. And yet, I have not seen a single health and wellness person positioning the conversation around something that we know, we know is weighing on people's hearts and minds right now. We know that people, out of convenience, out of, I don't even want to call it laziness, um, I'm going to say out of convenience, like, let's keep it, let's keep it kind here, um, out of convenience, are, you know, spending more than they normally would and consuming far more calories than they would on unhealthy foods that are not good for them, uh, that are setting them back in all of their other efforts in the other areas of their life to be healthy and, you know, finding a way to um, hit the override button on that and to be able to reclaim your personal power over uh, the convenience of, you know, getting on demand eating uh, out of the way and preventing you from hitting, you know, that order button on your phone over and over again, that would be something that would be speaking into zeitgeist as it relates to weight loss right now, right? Because this massive explosion since COVID of uh, these apps for food delivery have certainly impacted all of our health and wellness, those of us that use those apps, I do, 
uh, and I know it's impacted my health. I'm always fighting against that. Okay, that's an example of how you would speak to something that's in the zeitgeist if you are in the health and wellness uh, space, right? Because it's something that only recently became a new problem. Remember how we talked earlier on in this series about how every solution creates an even greater problem, right? So the solution is we now have this easy app, these easy apps on our phone that allow us to get any kind of food we want, any time we want with a click of a button from the comfort of our own home. And the even bigger problem that that created is that it drains our wallets, it consumes all of our caloric intake for the day, and it makes it really easy to wipe out all the great work that you're doing on your health and wellness uh, for the whole rest of the day, um, you know, with that one click of a button, right? So this is just an example. Okay. So that's zeitgeist. Like, what is the spirit of the time? What is it that's on people's minds? Um, you know, when I think about the business reinvention playbook that I just created, I knew for a fact I had had enough conversations with enough successful business leaders and entrepreneurs to know that there was this growing discomfort, this growing angst, this growing feeling bubbling beneath the surface of so many business owners feeling like they're operating out of their own skin in their businesses. They're like, what have I created? I don't even want to do this anymore. This is not what success looks like to me anymore. I built something that matched where I was going and what I was doing a couple years ago. It's not a match for me today. It's certainly not a match for me tomorrow. And it was just this growing zeitgeist. That on top of the fact that with the massive climate change, economically and culturally, uh, you know, since the bounce back um, and, and then drop that came from COVID and then post-COVID with stimulus, you know, being removed, inflation going up, um, you know, loans are now back on, student loans, all of these things, there's all these moving pieces that add into the zeitgeist of business owners like, wow, a lot of the people you were selling to a year ago can't even afford your products anymore, which means that you probably need to either up-level your avatar massively or change your business model to create a, a model around a, a lower um, cost uh, infrastructure. So almost everyone is having to adjust either business model, their go-to-market strategy, their price point, um, the way they're doing what they're doing. That was in the zeitgeist. So it, it's so obviously a gap, and yet no one has taken a broad enough view on what is going on culturally in the world of entrepreneurship to step back and say, like, here's a toolkit um, around business reinvention that you can use for an up-level, for a relaunch, for a pivot, you know, for a reinvention, and you can do it your way, right? Which is where I was like, oh, wow, this is a big wide open gap. Let me step right in there. Now, I want you to do this exercise for your business while you're listening to this podcast episode today. What is in the zeitgeist of your market right now? What is on their hearts and on their minds, right? Uh, if you are someone that works with people that are employees, you know, we've been having massive layoffs for a year and a half now. What is the zeitgeist there? What are they thinking? What do they want? What do they need? How can you help them, right? I want you to think about your market right now and really ask yourself, what is the spirit of your market? What is everyone saying? What is everyone thinking? And maybe in private conversations, they're saying, but no one has provided the correct solution yet, right? So I want you to really, really think about 
um, what is that new a solution that you can provide that matches the current spirit of the day uh, in your space, okay? A lot of people are really struggling to sell their offers right now because they have not gone back to the basic fundamentals of marketing 101 and gone and had real conversations with actual people that are ideal clients in their market to really understand the things that are on their hearts and on their minds and how they're making decisions today, which is very, very differently than they were even just, you know, six months or a year ago, okay? So it usually in business comes down to reverting back to the basic fundamentals and then taking all the wisdom and knowledge that you've accumulated and applying that to the fundamentals. Now, zeitgeist is is the spirit of the day. It's what's on people's minds in your market. It's the common conversation that's happening um, kind of in in private rooms and in one-on-one conversations, but maybe no one's saying it out loud, right? All of those things. Then we have on top of that, the market maturity model. And anyone that is in like the online digital education, service delivery, coaching, consulting space knows that, you know, this market well, a very, very short few years ago uh, was in that really early stage of the market maturity model. And as it's progressing through the market maturity model, buyer mentality is shifting dramatically. And a lot of people don't realize that buyer mentality is shifting dramatically, not just because of the economic climate, but because of the market maturity model. And as the space is getting uh, more mature, people have made their first few investments in the market. Now they have a clearer expectation and perception of what they're going to get, what they expect from this relationship, what they're going to demand in order to make these investments, what they uh, you know, have experienced before, which is then playing into uh, what they desire for the future and everything in between, which feeds into less optimism, more skepticism. It feeds into uh, less uh, quick pull out your credit card on demand and much more discernment right? Which is why also in order to create relevancy and successful growth in your businesses, once again, you also have to shift your sales strategy because whereas in an exploding growth market, which is the third component of what we're talking about today, the economic climate, in a growth market, you tend to grow by new people entering the market and you can just ride that growth of new people entering the market up. Whereas in a contracting environment, you are basically selling by taking market share, which means that the people that are buying are many times people that have already bought, which means that the bar is going to be higher as a you know subset of that. But in combination, your sales strategy has to shift because the new leads that you're getting are going to sit in your ecosystem far longer. They're going to spend more time vetting your brand. They're going to spend more time in that discernment process, which means that Whereas a year or two years ago, you would generate new leads, they would come to a conversion event, they would buy. Now, it will be a far longer process and most of the sales that you're going to get are going to be from the other parts of your sales strategy, which most business owners don't even have in place because over the last couple of years, you didn't need to. 
over the last couple of years, you could basically ride new customer acquisition to achieve your growth goals. Whereas in the contracting market that we're in today, in order to hit your growth goals, your sales are going to shift far more to the other categories, which are going to be reactivations of past customers, upsells from current customers, referrals from people that are already working with you so that there's that borrowed no like and trust, um, you know, people that are buying smaller products that you then, you know, upsell into larger ones. I categorize all of this as your internal buyers list. So now it's shifting to where the vast majority of your sales on a monthly basis are coming from your internal buyers list, which is why that correlation between low ticket and high ticket is so very, very, very important. And why now your focus as a market leader, sales and and marketing leader, has to shift from pure lead generation and then allowing the conversion event to just kind of like do the work, the heavy lifting from a sales standpoint. You now have to shift into really putting exceptional power and strategy behind your nurture to bring people through that no like, and trust process. Now, this is exactly where the market was pre-COVID. So this is not new at all. Okay, this is not new. Nothing I'm talking about here is new. The only thing that is new is maybe, you know, for some people that were not growing established companies prior to COVID, maybe you haven't led through these cycles before. But for anyone that's listening to this, that's been in business for a number of years, none of this is new for you. You've been through this cycle multiple times. Maybe you wouldn't articulate it in this way, or maybe you didn't recognize it at the time, but this is what we go through. Everything is just cyclical anyway. So it's these three things coming together, right? Shifting your sales strategy into reactivations, upsells, renewals, referrals, add-ons, all of those things in your internal buyers list, moving people from low ticket to high ticket. The shift in the relevancy of how you're positioning your offer and really tapping into the zeitgeist of today, right? Knowing where that common thread of the mindset of your people is right now and speaking directly to that and creating that new, fresh, sharp relevancy, right? And then, of course, understanding that the majority of your focus and effort now needs to shift from purely new lead generation that goes into a conversion event to the nurture process of really bringing people through the no like trust process and then bringing them potentially to multiple conversion events to get the sale. If you can understand these three things and bring them together strategically in your business, you can drive growth again. But for a lot of people, this is a process that takes months to put together because it's an about face for your staff. It's an about face for your marketing efforts. It's a big process change. It's a focus change. And it's really understanding how you need to adapt your positioning of your marketing, your message, your go-to-market strategy to match all of these things. But the bottom line is, is after listening to this today, Hopefully you're able to get your wheels turning as far as what the zeitgeist is in your market right now. My best piece of advice for you is don't guess, don't ideate in a vacuum, but instead go out and talk to people that would be ideal clients of yours and your best customers to really understand where their mindset is right now and make sure you're meeting them where they are. 
and then use these other two levels of awareness in your strategy to really tap into, okay, what does it look like to lead at the next level? How can I step into being a self-led CEO and then bringing along with you on the journey, your team, your clients, and your market? And I keep emphasizing self-led as such a crucial building block of a Kairos leader and of this new era of leadership because we are going through unprecedented times. We have been going through unprecedented times for almost three years now, and we're going to continue to go through unprecedented times. And coaches and mentors and uh, you know consultants, all of these people are here to help and guide you along the way. But they're there to give you advice and guidance and frameworks and ideas. But at the end of the day, you have to be self-led. You have to develop enough self-trust to tap into your God-inspired intuition, your faith, your personal legend, your destiny. And that's not something that can come from outside of you. And so I keep bringing us back to this concept of self-leadership because I'm going to present the ideas and the concepts and the strategies, and I'm going to give you inspiration and tools, but ultimately you have to trust yourself to listen to your instincts, to tap into your intuition, and to take these concepts and then go deep within. The answers are inside of you. The answers are inside of you. And that is when you are truly going to soar, when you develop that self-leadership and that self-trust to go forward in faith and to lean into where you're being called next. So I hope this was a powerful episode for you. Make sure that you are signed up to join me on the three-day live Kairos experience. It is happening at the beginning of September. It is kicking off on September 6th. It is the 6th, the 7th, and the 8th at 12 p.m. Eastern. It's a do not miss. I can't wait to see you there. DM me the word Kairos at Kelly Roach Official on Instagram, and I will see you there. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week.